So you have found a VA loan. Do you want to know if it's assumable and who can assume it and why an assumable VA loan might just be the home for you or for your clients? We're going to talk about that today. I'm Josh Bickford. This is the In Bloom podcast, episode number 24. We are in the top 1% of podcasts ever made because we passed episode 21. And uh, we get together four times a week over a cup of coffee to have a conversation about thriving in life and in real estate. Uh, I am so glad that you have joined me today. This is going to be a fun one uh, where we talk about who can and who cannot assume a VA mortgage. Um, we'll peek into the future a little bit as well and see how these are. I, I personally think VA mortgages are going to be the most in-demand um, product and property, so to speak, uh, period, over the next few years. And I'll show you why. But first, we must drink coffee together because in real estate, that's what we do. We get together and we talk about our dreams and hopes and we complain about what's not going right. In the end, we connect over coffee uh, and it's a wonderful part of our culture. So let's have a sip. Yum. Love, love, love coffee. I even like bad coffee. It's, I've got it that bad. It's kind of funny. So um, VA mortgages. So VA mortgages are what's known as an entitlement uh, for people who served in the U.S. military. They, they have specific parameters to qualify for them. There are people who served who don't qualify. Uh, but VA mortgages are an entitlement, kind of like VA hospitals and that sort of thing. We should take care of these people because they have voluntarily signed up to put their lives on the line to protect the rest of us. Uh, and uh, they deserve a lot more than a 100% mortgage option. Um, you know, they, you should call the people you know who served on vet, at least on Veterans Day every year and thank them. Uh, and spend some time thinking, uh, think, you know, just thinking about how grateful you are for our soldiers because they're, um, we have a long history in this country. Uh, we've got a long history of doing stupid things with our military that unfortunately these people get roped into, but we've done some really amazing things with our military too. And we have enjoyed, we've enjoyed a lifestyle and a, um, I want to say a blessing. I, it's not the right, but we've enjoyed freedom and we have enjoyed liberty and we have enjoyed wealth. And we, there's all kinds of stuff that you and I enjoy, uh, because, because of these people who did serve. So if you served from me to you, thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love being free so much. And um, I rarely have a day go by that I don't see a soldier or think of how grateful I am for the people who have stood up to do uh, just that, stand up and protect my freedom. So thank you. Uh, so VA assumption, um, we talk, we've talked about this week why people would assume a loan. Uh, VA rates are lower than FHA rates typically. So I have seen many um, assumable deals here in Colorado uh, with a 2.25%, 2.5% assumable VA, VA rate. Uh, VA notes do not have mortgage insurance paid monthly. Um, when you assume one, there's a one half of 1% uh, fee that's upfront mortgage insurance kind of fee. Uh, funding fee is what they're called. So if you know if the loan was four hundred thousand dollars, you have a two thousand dollar fee to to assume the mortgage uh, paid to the VA, and that's where the mortgage insurance comes from. 
um, VA mortgages are a little bit more protective of income and debt ratios than other types of loans are. Uh, for example, child care expenses are calculated in your debt to income ratio, again, to protect the soldier. So uh, the debt to income calculator is a little bit different with these and the um, overlays will come into play. There's no minimum credit score. However, you're probably going to think, you know, I guess we didn't talk about credit scores and stuff yesterday with FHA, probably about 620. Uh, you'll be good to go, maybe less. Uh, underwriting on assumable deals doesn't exist. They are verifying your ability to repay and your creditworthiness. You pass the test on both of those. You're not needing to get an appraisal. Um, the rules that apply to where down payments can come from, how much they have to be, all of that aren't there because you're assuming the note. Um, last week, we talked about a deal that was like 4% upside down. And it was, I mean, that's like 30 grand. Um, on a VA 2.25% note. And the, if a person got a new note and put 20% down, it was still like $700 more per month. And in this one, the seller would have to bring $30,000 to the closing table. And you're paying way less than it would be if you got a 100% VA note. So um, the big question on VA notes is who can assume them? Everybody. Well, not everybody, but you do not have to be a soldier. You do not have to have a VA entitlement in order to assume a VA note. The piece that has to be discussed when doing this is that the entitlement that the soldier has earned stays with their, they have like one loan entitlement. So if somebody assumes that loan until that loan is paid off, that entitlement is stuck in their previous house. So they wouldn't have it moving to their next house. In a second, I'll tell you why I think you can get around that, that issue uh, for sure. Um, so because that entitlement stays there, if the buyer defaults on the mortgage, well, then that is going to affect future, uh, future entitlement amounts, like what amount they would have to put down and stuff when they have their VA entitlement back. So that risk is there. And in a, in a let's just say a normal, like an even market with, e, with rates everybody's comfortable paying. So that's why a lot of people wouldn't put their house up for, for a sale to assume the current mortgage and all that. That's why it's kind of new because rates have been so low it didn't make sense to do it. That is definitely a downside for the soldier. However, the way I would get around this and uh, there's a few. One, they are going to get more money for their house as rates climb by offering up that assumable mortgage because people buy what they can afford. Um, prices have to come down as interest rates go up on a on just a affordability scale. They have to. That's the way it works. Uh, so it would make sense to offer that up because you can get a bunch more money. If you're not going to need a 100% mortgage in the future, the you're probably more likely to go conventional, um, frankly. And three, why not help this soldier find another assumable home to buy when they move? Why not help them move from their 2.5% mortgage to another 2.5% mortgage they can afford? There's nothing that stops that from that happening. That's the way around 
that problem, I think. Uh, not for everybody. There will be, be people. You know, it's They've earned it. If, if you feel like they're making the wrong decision and they are hard-headed about it and all they want to do is keep that entitlement, blah, blah, blah. You know, Give them what they want, you know, help them, help them figure it out that way. Um, but most people, if you, especially if you've got comps where you can show the two different price points based on uh, assumable mortgage and non, we went through one of those a couple of weeks ago in Vegas, was pending at 448 in two days on an assumable VA deal. And there was a dead ringer of a house active at 370 for almost 200 days. And uh, there were two pendings in the 390s. There were over 200 days to go pending. That VA saved over $500 a month. So people paid, I mean, that's over $50,000. Most people, especially soldiers, you know, like you don't typically think of a soldier as, um, you know, the guy buying a palace in Beverly Hills, so to speak. Like $50,000 to most people is a lot of money. If if your market is doing that, you can show that most people are going to give that and say, oh, that's a really good example. Let's go for that. Um, obviously, they would do that. So um, they can be assumed by people who don't have VA eligibility, but there are caveats to that. We discussed this in my um, in my assumable mortgage masterclass. Uh, we, in the I don't I don't know how deep we get into VA mortgages on the on the free three part version, but. We do, we do talk about this because it is important to know. And a lot of people think you have to have VA eligibility in order to in order to do this. Um, was I had coffee with a buddy of mine who's an agent down in Colorado Springs, yes, not yesterday, last week. Uh, and he's got an $800,000 plus assumable deal that the buyer is actually bringing $250,000 to the table. Uh, and it's the savings are astronomical at that number. <clears throat> when you're looking at the difference between a sub 3% and a close to 7 if not over 7% note. Made all the sense in the world to uh, to assume that deal. Uh, let's see here. So, assuming one of these deals. Kind of give you the why there. Assuming, why would you do it? Affordability, the payment is way less. I told you I thought that VA assumables will be the most in demand there's no mortgage insurance every month so an fha deal that's assumable probably has a, a you know two or three hundred dollars here in colorado it depends on the price point of the property obviously um, but let's say it's two or three hundred bucks for mortgage insurance that's savings every month you don't have on a va deal va interest rates are typically lower a little bit than than fha rates at least they were over the last few years so if you get a little bit lower rate and no mortgage insurance, you know, you could be talking about saving another three or $400 on top of the five or $600 you'd save versus a newer house that doesn't have an assumable. That right there is why these will be so in demand. It's why they're what people are going to look for. They are affordable. The rates are locked. They're easier to acquire from an underwriting standpoint. Uh, and like those are what people are going to want. The most marketable thing about those houses is the mortgage. It's not the view. It's not the finish level. It's not the basement or no basement. It's not the pool in the backyard. The most marketable thing in an unaffordable world is affordability. Bar none. They're going to be the first to sell. They're going to sell for the highest prices. Um, and everybody's going to win. The buyers are going to be thrilled. The sellers are going to be thrilled. It's a win-win 
maybe you could call it the third way of real estate that's coming at us. Uh, so, oh, hang on, I need another sip. So because of all of that, I think VA is going to be the ones, the, the homes that people are really after if, you know, if, if the agents in your area get really good at marketing these. The first choice will be homes with VA. The second choice will be FHA. Uh, and if you're in a USDA area, those, those will be just fine too. Uh, but it's, it's, a, it's a huge opportunity um, for sure. It's, it's not like the interest rate world we left from 2020, 2021, and the beginning of 2022. Real estate went crazy because the interest rates were so low. People could afford astronomical prices. They, they would list their house, sell it for more than they thought, have a bigger down payment on their next house than they thought, and the interest rate was so low that they could afford it. You are offering, if you can offer assumable mortgages, you are offering those affordable payments to people who are looking at a market where it's not. You know, um, yesterday, actually, I've got the chart right here. Not yesterday, excuse me, Monday. We talked about why someone would assume a mortgage. At $400,000, your mortgage payment is $1,686.42 at 3%. At 7%, it's $2661.21. So it's $1,000 more, basically. Uh, and with VA, maybe you're a hair under 3%. Uh, and you know we're kind of hovering in that 65 to 7%. But is $1,000 a month like significant to most people. I'm $12,000 a year, $60,000 over five, $120,000 over 10 years. That's a significant amount of money. And because the previous mortgage holder paid on the, on the note for a few years, you're on a 26, 27, 28 year payback course, not 30. So you're paying the note off faster, more principal with every single payment. Like these are going to dominate real estate. So uh, seller, as we discussed yesterday, um, assumptions different because the lender is not incentivized. They are incentivized with new originations, not assuming um, previously originated notes. Uh, so the process is going to be a little bit slower. Their incentives are not lined up. They have rules they have to follow and timelines they have to follow. But um, they're going to try to put your... Put your customer into a new into a new origination for sure. Like they'd be crazy not to at least mention the opportunity there. Um, so how you write your contracts and stuff matters. The underwriting process is not underwriting. It is can this person, do they have the ability to repay and are they credit worthy? If that works, then yes, the seller is going to be more involved because you're taking over their note. They're going to be the starting point of the process. Uh, down payments and underwriting guidelines, you know, FHA 3.5% down, not with assumables. Um, that kind of stuff does not matter. If you need a second mortgage, a gift, if the house is upside down and the seller is going to bring money to the table, like all of that stuff works. Uh, if you've got somebody who doesn't have much for a down payment, go find them an assumable deal with a very close loan balance to purchase price. You have solved their problem and put them into a house. You can get paid for that. Uh, and it's an opportunity that didn't exist last year uh, because nobody was assuming mortgages, right? 
Um, timeline's going to be a little bit, a little bit longer. Um, the guidelines are different. In the end, these are going to take longer, but they're going to be easier to do. Um, you know, I didn't mention VA has to be owner occupied. If the person is looking for investment property, this is not the way to do it. If you tell the lender that you're going to move in and then you don't, that is referred to as mortgage fraud and people who commit mortgage fraud go to jail. They do not pass go. They do not collect $200. They go to jail. So don't be a part of lying to lenders. Be transparent about everything. Give them honest answers to what they need. Uh, and, and these will work really, really well for you. Because they don't have mortgage insurance and because the rates are a little bit lower, I think these are going to be massive. If you are in an area, so I was in Colorado Springs, which I love. Uh, I was in Colorado Springs last week. There's several military bases there. There is a ton of VA um, mortgages available. There's a lot of people who get their change of station orders and are constantly moving in and there, constantly moving out of there. You could absolutely build a business around simply serving soldiers and working your way to be the first person people call when they get change of station in or when they get change of station out. Uh, there's a huge opportunity there. Uh, if you're in a military area, if you're in an area with a lot of VA mortgages, can't encourage you enough to get to know this stuff. Uh, if you want free three-part course linked below, uh, that is kind of the bullet point version for the person who says, hey, give me the bullet points and let me figure it out on my own. Uh, I also have a master class that you'll learn about in that free lesson that is um, live Q&As. It's an entire community full of real estate people learning this stuff. It's hours of classes, video, audio. Uh, I'll take part in all of that. And the goal with that one is to deliver excellence from the very first assumable deal that you do. Um, if you got value out of today's podcast, share this with a friend. Um, tell them that you have found the solution to their real estate business or you have a way for them to buy a house. Uh, like, hit the like button. S don't just hit it. Smash the like button. Um, if you haven't subscribed yet, subscribe. Follow on socials. Uh, you can see at Josh Bickford on the screen. That's pretty much me everywhere you look. Uh, social links are also below. Uh, I hope today is a phenomenal day for you. I hope you um, take your headphones out or get out of the car at the end of this one and you feel a little bit more excited about what the day can be for you, that you're a little more excited about the future, uh, and that you see the opportunities in front of us are great. Uh, I hope you have a fantastic day today. God bless you. This is the In Bloom Podcast. We will see you tomorrow.